This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. My high school What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where we have a guest on and listen to uh, the music that they uh, enjoyed so much in high school, and we we try to make sense of it all and and figure out why they liked it, if they still do like it, um, or if we were just young and foolish. Um, School's out! For the podcast? Ah, I like it. Uh, I love it. No. No, it's perfect. I'm bo- Commit it I'm and do myself. that forever from now on. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I always want to like think of one ahead of time, and it hasn't happened yet. They're just spontaneous and terrible. They're all kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. Each one has all been something about uh, well, school a, bell and school's in session. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Nah, that one's never coming back. And maybe I'll try one next time. Maybe. Would that be okay? I don't know. It's kind of my thing. I'm, yeah. I'm the host of You this. don't want me to jump in? No. And... Okay. Well, maybe. But wait till I introduce maybe. you, and then you can do a thing. All right, all right. I'm the host, Jay Howell. Still unsure of how to start episodes of this podcast. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, uh, turning the knobs and I know you were way low. <laughs> yeah, better now. <laughs> better now. That was that was my co-host slash producer's fault. His name is Mohammed Joma. Hey Jay, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, it, it's at your house, yep. and we've established that you'll be on these episodes. I'm on the ones and twos over here. Yeah, um, I'm very excited about our guest. I am too. Before we get into that, you want to do a quick segment? I guess, but I'm re- like I said, I'm really excited about the guest. So okay, I hope okay. this segment is not terrible. Okay, like, it's not going to be. This is another s- episode of Miley News. Yeah! Miley News. No. <laughs> Why? So, uh, as you know, Miley was the guest judge on the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. This isn't even Miley News. This is just the same thing so and you've talked about it three <laughs> different times last week on rupaul's drag race uh the guest judges were um tiffany pollard better known as new york from i love flava flav or whatever that show was called <laughs> flavor of love and i love new york and uh joel McHale from the soup and the joel McHale show and community mm-hmm. and uh it was really uh funny you know tiffany pollard brought a, a bit of old school reality tv to the uh show right and uh joel McHale was uh screaming like a madman at the drag queens like he was watching sports as they walked down there he was like <laughs> yeah get it and like michelle visage was like just side-eyeing the whole time so that's Miley news. That was not. That had nothing to do with her. She wasn't in the story. I know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, but my guest, uh, I'm super stoked to have him. Um, he has been a friend of mine for a long time. We played in a band together for a while. Uh, we recorded our album in his parents' basement when they were out of town. We drank a big jug of wine. We got really high. We watched The Land Before Time, and he had a panic attack and had to go to bed. <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> His name, welcome to the show, Luke Tanner. Hello. 
Hey, Luke. Hey, buddy. Uh, thanks for coming, Luke. You said you're not a fan of driving on the interstate, no, and, yeah, and you I, did. Um, I did, and uh, I think about that Land Before Time panic attack more than <laughs> more than you would think. <laughs> it was one of my first existential crises. Thanks, Littlefoot. Or did, yeah. Was it that br- his name? Little yeah, Littlefoot. Yeah, Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Was it brought yeah. on from Land Before Time? Yeah, like, no doubt. Like it was. His like, mom it, dies in like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But that really, that really was. So that was that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, anyways, like in itself. But I can remember watching it and like for the like just like you said, like all day drinking and like we had smoked marijuana and I remember like I let the. The thought creep into my brain like dinosaurs <laughs> are like dead, and they've been dead for a very long time, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. And like one day we'll be like dinosaurs, and we'll all be dead, and it like won't matter. Like, and then it fucked me up, and, and I had then, to go to bed. I mean, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we all uh, not to that extent, but. It wasn't like we were all enjoying the movie. I, I think we turned it off like no, it fifteen was, minutes in. It wasn't in. like a fun. Like whoever. Okay, I think it was probably me who and who suggested we watch it. Yeah, because my parents still had a VCR, and I was like, check this shit out. But yeah, like it would no one. You look around the room, no one's just like, this is awesome. Yeah, and it's, everyone was just like, this is fucked up. Yeah, this movie is sucks. I remember getting bummer. getting really stoned in high school and then watching Requiem for a Dream and people being yeah. like, yeah, this is gonna be fun, yeah. and then it's like horrible immediately. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nothing fun same, about it. Same thing with like Train Spotting. Yeah, it's like it's oh like yeah, you fun get to that for a while. I remember, baby death scene, and I, you're just like, I need oh, to reevaluate yeah, my I showed, life. I showed it to Naomi one night, and everything's going good. We're watching like a Ewan McGregor movie, and yeah. then the baby death scene happens, and she literally looked at me and she goes, "Why the fuck did you show?" That? <laughs> <laughs> so Luke, uh, you. Are uh, like I was saying, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I wanted to have you on for a long time uh, because you are simultaneously the like silliest, goofiest person that I think I know, while also being like probably the most responsible, and, like a father <laughs> of three children. And I don't know how you balance it, uh, but it it's uh, it was very fun. I got to uh, go to your house and and you know hang out with your kids for a little bit recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, you have like a teenager at home, right? Yeah, he's like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have a, I have a, I have a nine-year-old. So that's yeah. crazy. What do uh, do you play music for your kids? Are you like this is this yeah. is good music, or you just let them figure it out? Well, kind of. It's almost like the same way that like my parents did it, where it's like uh, it's never like, hey, listen to this. It's more like this is my truck, and this is what we listen to in it, and. And then, you know, Naomi has, we, she listens to what she listens to in her car. And so it's like they've, that's like their exposure to like music. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like Jack's favorite song is a George Jones song because that's like what he hears like in my truck. And right. then like, but then like he also loves like, uh, you know, what's that, like that new Panic at the Disco song? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's like super into like top 40 mm-hmm. radio because that's what like... Do you, do you find yourself to. like judging his musical taste or at least trying to steer it in uh, one way or no, the other? No, like not yet. I, yeah. I don't know. But I just don't, I don't really have the, I just don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because like if you care, it's like if you steer him too much in anything, it's like you don't want him 
Right. Like, I'm already super stoked that he's, like, into baseball because, mm-hmm. like, that, like, I wanted him to and it, like, worked. You know what I right. mean? Like, it just, like, <laughs> I was never like, hey, you're playing baseball and you're going to love it. So it's, like, it's almost, like, the same with music. It's almost, like, when he told me that the George Jones song was his favorite song, I was, like, dude, sick. Right. <laughs> my favorite songs, too. So, yeah, uh, I guess let's uh, let's talk about uh, Luke Tanner in high school. You okay. were You were in... Uh, Powder Springs, Georgia area? Powder Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I guess, what would you, I always try to figure out the best way to ask this, like, what kind of high schooler were you? Like, what, I guess, if you had to classify, like... Yeah, because we didn't, we didn't, did you know Luke in high school? Um, I don't think we met until right after high school. Yeah, we we crossed paths a few times, maybe, like, at Swayze's or something like that, because I worked there, and Mm -hmm. so my friend Wendell would play there. Right. I think I met you in middle school. Yeah, we were at David Marsh's, we went to a sleepover together. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but, like, uh, I don't think... But that that was it. Yeah. (laughs) That I didn't know you again. Yeah, yeah, I stayed in contact with David through high school. But, um... What'd you do at Swayze's? I like ran the door and I I told people I ran sound but really like that that dude that ran sound would be like hey I'm going to smoke a cigarette don't fuck it up or like like DJs now that like pr- like don't do anything right. but they have that thing and they just yeah. kind of like hold the sides of it and like move around <laughs> yeah, it's my like, time like playing a CD <laughs> but uh going back to what kind of person I was in high school? I mean, I was, dude. I was, um, I was like all over the place, and uh, I always felt like, you know, I don't want to call it like an identity crisis, but like going, like even when I was like a kid, like if I was like gonna like play cowboy, like my brother could just be like, I'm a cowboy. And I would just be like, no, hold on. I'd have to, like, put on, like, the hat and the vest and, like, the the cap guns. Like, I have to, like, get ready. So, like, I went through, like, a lot of that in high school where it was like, oh, I'm listening to hip-hop now? Like, let me get, like, the flat bill hat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the cool shoes. And, like, the next week it'd be, like, like, I remember, like, when uh, Spin Magazine had, like, Chris Caraba on the cover and he had, like, formed his hair into, like, a faux hawk or mohawk yeah yeah. like showed up at school the next day i was like oh like i'm the i'm the dashboard guy now like so like so like i was just like i I was like all over the place but i always felt like i had to like resemble that like so like i was just all it was like almost costume changes Mm -hmm. like for me for like so whatever phase like i was going through i had to like be completely like immersed into it like yeah so and there was a bunch of phases. I mean, like, growing up in Powder Springs, I mean, like, like 3-6 Mafia, like, just, like, the early, like, DSGB and stuff like that. And then, you know, Blink-182 came along, and I was like, I'm a, I'm a punk rocker now. Yeah, gotta so, get some dicky shorts. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, all that all that kind of stuff. So That was, yeah, when I, when I moved to uh, Kennesaw at the beginning of high school from Virginia Beach, um... It was, I, 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 I wore a lot of like real baggy clothes and like, I was really into hip hop and I wore like, uh, like echo shirts, like extra large, just like really big clothes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember like this, this one kid like confronted me. He was like, you can't dress like that. And I was like, 
terrified <laughs> and so like literally the next day i like went to the mall and got like skater clothes and i was like i guess this is what i have to yeah, wear now I have to be a skater yeah yeah and there was there, there was a lot of that going on too where it was like um i can remember it was probably like earlier in high school where it was like oh you're a poser yeah like, poser because i wore like etnies yeah but like didn't like Skateboard. actually skateboard so yeah. instead of like stop wearing etnies i just bought a skateboard and just <laughs> never, never learned how to do it like uh like i was hung out with like a few people that skateboarded but i would just kind of like carry around my skateboard yeah the the idea of... like six inches off the ground <laughs> like the idea of uh posers is is really the funniest thing it, when no, you think so about stupid, it it's just it, like what's what's it's like it? oh i wear i wear a baseball jersey or like a football jersey. Yeah, you're not like, Mike you don't Trout. play. For- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't play professional sports. <laughs> yeah, that is also one of the like the cool things that I'm excited about now that I, I'm you know my my oldest is getting older. Is like I get to see the like, you know where where we're at as far as like things like that go. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time ever this Christmas, he asked for like name brand clothes from Santa. Cause oh, like yeah. I can remember that like uh, I can remember that transition going from like action figures to like now I want to I want Tommy Hilfiger right yeah I want Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> there's like a lot of pressure it's a scary time yeah. <laughs> but I can remember my mom would only buy Tommy Hilfiger off like the Parisian like clearance rack uh, and yeah. like and she also had to have a coupon so I would have like a lime green shirt that said like Tommy Hilfiger dive team or something. (laughs) (laughs) In Holmec in middle school, I made a, we had to make a pillow and I, we had to choose what was engraved on it. And I, I just put Tommy Hilfiger (laughs) and I, I spelt Hilfiger on. I was devastated. Just the idea that you would like show it to people and be like, check out my Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> pillow. pillow. One that you were showing them a pillow that you made, and then two that they would like mock you You're for. Like, Dude, that's that's not real. <laughs> okay, let's talk some music here. Okay. Uh, so I guess um, you can uh, start with whatever you said. You 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 went around, you moved around a lot in terms mm-hmm. of of style and. Uh, your clothing matching what you liked. So um, I guess uh, wh- who would you like to listen to first that you – now you said you haven't listened to a lot of these bands uh, yeah, uh, no. or music, uh, which is perfect because mm-hmm. you get that like, you know, gut, like first reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have somebody in mind that you want to kick it off with? I can – well, when I first, you know, got into high school, it was like, I listened to like classic rock, like uh yeah. You said that's what you grew up with, right? But but I had kind of like gone like a maybe like a step further than like all that, and I was like listening to like Leonard Skinner, yeah, like a whole lot, and like I even how, got, how, was that something that you had heard on like the oldie stations and stuff, or was that that I do I found Leonard Skinner on like a VH1 behind the music, and I remember they oh, yeah. they played like Freebird. And, like, I had never, like, I didn't even, like, get know the joke, like, the whole play Freebird. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, yeah. like, heard, like, that guitar solo intro, like, on the, like, with the slide. And I right. was, like, this is, this is the pinnacle of music right here. It was so good. And I was, like, super, like, into that. And, um, 
and I remember I went to see them somewhere between eighth and ninth grade, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and like it was like an atmosphere like unlike anything I'd ever been to. Were you the youngest person there? Uh, I went with a couple of my buddies. It was actually the first time I ever smoked pot too, so it was nice. like uh, there was like a lot going on there. But I can remember being like, "This is like, this is it. Like this is, you know." <laughs> To, well, I want music to be like. Yeah. But here's a one for one story that's a way less cool is that <laughs> in the ninth grade I saw sticks with some friends there you and go. got high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was sticks. <laughs> What's the, well, well, I mean, Both similar, bands spelled like, their names weird. Yeah. <laughs> some Y's and with stuff. With some Y's. I'll say this. I think this is still like a. This is a good song. Yeah. yeah. Like this is a. It's just been completely like. Overplayed, and overplayed, and it's commercialized. Just, it's become like a joke of yeah. a song almost. I've I've often like, thought when when somebody at a show makes a bad jo- that bad joke like Freebird. Yeah. If a band fucking nailed Freebird yeah. right then, you'd be like, holy shit! Like, yeah. yeah, they did Freebird. Yeah, yeah. Did that influence like that type of music eventually influence? the newer stuff you were listening to do you think or was it no um i think i tried to get like get away from that because it was more like you know like i said it was like oh that's what my parents listen to i want, right. my, I want my own shit and then right. like i remember like i came in hot with like listening to like leonard skinnard but then like uh mark tom and travis show came, yeah came out yeah. Like, that blink 82 live album mm-hmm. and i was absolutely like obsessed with it like a it was like different than the i listened to it was like it was such a good transition from like just listening to like radio shit to like oh like maybe this is the, the punk rock that the the people are talking and it made me feel like cool it was like rebellious they they said fuck a lot they mm-hmm. were like it was like funny it was like almost like a stand up routine in between yeah. they're like they had some songs, banter but, in between but uh was that the first blink 182 that you heard was the Mark Tom and Travis show I, I mean I'd obviously heard like you know seen like the uh, songs on TRL or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, but like that was my first like that was like I didn't dis- I didn't listen to like Dude Ranch, like first mm-hmm. I like heard the songs from Dude Ranch on Mark Tom and Travis show and then had to go back and be like well I need to listen to this album but right. they have that one song like you fucked up my life or whatever and yeah. so like, I discovered that like at the perfect fucking time because I was like in ninth grade and I had like my heartbroken for like the first time and i can remember like literally like it's such it's almost sounds like a john hughes movie but i can literally remember laying in bed with that song on like repeat and just like and and just like pouting about it but like it was like the first time it was like uh you know listening to something yeah, oh, you found it. It's a weird it. album to find. Yeah, As a matter of fact, I haven't find. found the song. Like, there's only a few songs. Like, the album itself isn't on uh, streaming services. Weird. So yeah. It's from YouTube. Yeah. Did you like live albums in general? Was that a thing that you were into? Uh, I used to love live I do, albums. I do now. Yeah. But, like, back then, I'd say like, I didn't really know it. Like, I didn't have a ton of them. Yeah, I did listen to the Garth Brooks live album Passport a whole lot when I was here. That was that's really good. Yeah. They were they were I mean because they were essentially like a almost like a greatest hits kind of thing too. Right. Because it would be yeah you know because back then you basically you had CDs mm-hmm. so if you wanted to listen to different songs on different CDs you would just have to 
take the CD out and put the other one in. Yeah. But something like this, you were like, I can listen to Damn It, I can listen to uh, all the small things, yeah. or like, you know, songs that were on different albums, but they were all they're, live they're, on that. And they, they sounded so good. Like getting into Blink, um, kind of like, that really sent me on like a crazy different trajectory because it was like, okay, it's kind of like punk rock. It's kind of like, um, you know, like you it's profanity, profanity. Yeah. It's like, it's Humor. not, it's not classic rock. It's yeah. like, it's not exactly like the radio songs. It, it wasn't Goo Goo Dolls or Third Eye Blind. Right. So like, it almost made me like, okay, what else is like punk rockish? And then, you know, you start like, that's when like, brand new your favorite weapon and like mm-hmm. taking back sunday tell all your friends came out and then like you find like dashboard and it's just like i listened to like all that stuff and mm-hmm. it was just like like i was a super like angsty like emotional like high schooler yeah and, like i was i was not very mature <laughs> like for my age and so like so much of that stuff like uh really like like anytime like I, you really like when a girl like breaks your heart or even something just like minorly doesn't go your way it was like the perfect music like ride around in your car and like sulk yeah. but like this yeah Dude, this, uh, yeah this song was this very important to, yeah. to 10th and 11th grade Jay. it was so like direct and like they just yeah. said like mean things about girls and you're just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah when you're when you're a yeah, when you're that age. Well, we've talked about this. They weren't that age. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. older. Yeah. yeah. You look at them now and you're kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chill yeah. out, bro. <laughs> I remember uh, there was always like a weird... Because uh, most people liked Brand New and Taking Back Sunday. Right. But they had like a weird... They had like, like Nas thing. Jay-Z beef. Yeah, they were like, they were friends yeah. and then they weren't friends. Like I remember uh, they had each like written essentially like a diss track about the other yeah. person but then i saw them play together and they were like they both like were on stage at the same <laughs> yeah. time singing and i was like oh i guess they're friends again and it was just very uh silly to like be that invested in like i hope they can work it out because i really <laughs> like both those yeah. bands well i can i can remember when like listening to that stuff like i constantly like you know i got that i had that job at swayze's in high school but i constantly needed like validation for like what i was listening to like it wasn't like enough for me to like it i needed like an older cooler or just someone like i respected who like was just like oh yeah Mm -hmm. like it's cool to like dashboard for me to be like oh you know like was that a thing by the way were older people into dashboard conventional and taking back i think that for some reason you know if god if you go back and listen to dashboard man like it is here you go so cringy I to know. me i can't do it i think worse like, than like taking back sunday way think, worse yeah. god like this guy needs to shut the fuck up like, <laughs> so i worked at a movie theater in high school when spider-man 2 came out yeah and this was the song that played during the credits <laughs> and i think it's what made me stop not because of this song in particular but just hearing it over and over and over again and being like it, it sounds like, like something this. that could be on the radio today, and I would hate. Yeah, I would I would ignore this so yeah. hard, like, because like my gym does the thing where they have like the the same 
two hours looped of like yeah. today's music yeah and all of it is just so ignorable like yeah. it's just like <laughs> like never one time am i like oh what i wonder i wonder who this is like but like at one time i was like this song rips yeah this voice is beautiful like, i think all the, like well, it's very emotional of, it's so emotional else. and like it's like we okay the reason we like I, I bet, like, especially if a lot of your guests are like my hour, yeah. like time, like it was, it was, is the perfect fucking like storm of like it came out for and like we were like it's, it's probably like the same as like if you're in the like if you were in the eighties and like uh, Joy Division, mm-hmm. like early eighties right. and like Joy Division came out and you're just like oh yeah like I'm sad as shit and this like helps me like. Right. But like it, it was, also had a name like emo was like yeah. a name. It was like a like, new yeah. genre yeah. like yeah. But like, but I can remember going to like um, I went to see Dashboard probably tenth tenth grade maybe. Yeah, I was dating Naomi at the time, so it had to be tenth grade. But um, he had um, he had Ben Queller opening up for him. And like I, I mean, I was already. It was one of those things where it's like that's how I discovered a lot of bands mm-hmm. is like seeing somebody open for somebody, and then like you automatically assume like, oh well, if they're opening up for Dashboard, then they're they're cool to like. It's safe, like, right? I can like this guy. Like and, like Dashboard picked them, right? When in, in actuality, it probably wasn't. no. They <laughs> probably they the they weren't friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, God, I thought like I saw Ben Queller and I was like. A, I, I fucking loved it. It put on a great show. Mm-hmm. And B, I was like, this guy, I could like... I'm not super familiar with Ben play, Queller, so... Play Shasha. Play Shasha. But you like he, the album? I think the the album is Shasha. Shasha. Yeah. It's like the first uh, track. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I see it. But like, I remember like, I was like, I think my voice... I, I think I can make my voice sound like him. I can grow my hair like him. Like, mm-hmm. I, could, I could be Ben Queller if I really wanted to. You know what I mean? This song, the first time I heard it, because it's got a weird... It's five four. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he thinks about like Planet of the Apes and yeah. stuff, and I was just like, I fucking like this yeah. song. Yeah, and cool. I still really like it. Yeah. No, I can still I can still go back and revisit them. This kinda has sure. a bit of like the kinks. Yeah, 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 yeah no doubt. The drums kick in in a minute. It's, it's real fun. Yeah. This uh, was playing where I used to work. It came on, and I was like, I hadn't heard it in years. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That's well, cool. I remember... Um, yeah, that's this, this to me is like... And, and I, like I said, I, I don't really know his music. I don't know his name, but this might be the first time I've ever heard it, any of his music. But this is like representative of that next level of this type of music right. that got into a little bit more like mature college rock kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? no, it definitely took me there because I remember um, like Guster had yeah. a song where they it was Ben Queller sang a verse and the only reason I discovered that was because like uh, I was looking for Ben Queller songs on like the yeah. internet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like uh, like got me into Guster and then it kind of just like college rock and that kind of like made me I know this is like the weirdest thing ever, but I discovered Steve Malkmus in the Jinx before Pavement. Like, <laughs> I, was, I did it. I did it really backwards. But um, I guess that could happen. Hey, yeah. I, I, here's a something exciting, guys. Ben Queller has a brand new song came out this year. You guys want to listen to it? I had no clue. Let's this listen to it. Called Let's Heart Attack it. Kid. Okay. Hate it. <laughs> Where do I begin? Where 
there is something about his it's voice what, that's just very like like I could do it yeah it oh, seems yeah. like a friend of yours yeah um so cool album art and he, he looked 13 when he was like 35 yeah I remember um him and Ben Folds and Ben Lee. Yes, the Ben's. The yeah. That album was so good. <laughs> so fucking so good. So good. Wait, they made like a super group? They yeah, it was like a four songs. It was like it was like they each were featured on a song, and then a fourth song where they each had a verse. Right? Yeah. Is that okay? They wrote one together, and then they each took like mm-hmm. one. And yeah, I remember really liking really liking the ben folds one yeah and uh the one that they all did together mm-hmm. um i think can, i liked them all man. if you can find that one uh sure i think Let's the see. one they all did together was called I'll, just pretend i'll tell a story about shasha do it i uh so after playing taking piano lessons for like seven eight nine years my parents um I told him, I was like, you know, I want to take from like a jazz, I want to learn jazz because I'd really gotten into like Miles Davis and like all that kind of stuff. And so they sent me to this like uh, guy named Tyrone Jackson. He was absolutely like one of the, he's like the best piano player I've ever heard that isn't like, you know, sure, a yeah. household name. He was unreal. Right. And he, he, I mean, he knew everything and, and uh, he was teaching me like So What by like Miles Davis, like some Bill Evans licks. Like, I mean, it was like. Just crazy good jazz shit. And one day I was like, hey, I want to learn this song. It's called Shasha. And, like, <laughs> I could tell he was so, like, disappointed that, like, <laughs> we, we were, like, playing, like, like next level shit. And he was just, like, and he just, he taught me how to play Shasha. And I was like, thanks, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, this is Just Pretend by the Benz. Yeah, this song's great. Who, who's the third one? Ben Lee. Ben Lee. Lee. He's from Australia. I don't know. You've I never heard a Ben Lee song or two. Yeah. He was never, uh, at least in my group of friends, he was never like a huge. I, yeah. I don't really know anybody who's like, I'm a Ben Lee fan. <laughs> yeah, Ben Lee's voice is so good, man. It's good harmony. There's a show on the air right now called You're the Worst. It's an FX show. Ben Folds was on as himself, mm-hmm. but he played like a drunk, irresponsible version of himself. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Every time I shave, people will tell me I look like Ben Folds. So, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. No. Right. That looks like a good tip. No. That's a bad face so you'd rather be father john misty than oh yeah no doubt I, I have a face that needs a beard yeah so I, do you shave off your beard like ever anymore i did it on accident like <laughs> a month ago for the first time in like three years like i have a three and a half year old yeah it's probably the first time in her life that she ever saw that I, yeah that she ever saw me without a beard did she freak out or was she just like she said why do you look like that <laughs> <laughs> what do you do yeah um, my brother grew a beard for the first time, and his kids were shocked. It, dude, it blows my like. I know this sounds is weird. It blows my mind now when people don't have beards. <laughs> like, just have one. Well, it doesn't. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I had to shave 
Or facial hair. Sorry, Muhammad. You know, it's you know. okay. I never keep the same facial hair yeah, for like I can more than two weeks. So. Five minutes. Yeah, I think I had a beard like three days ago. Right? <laughs> now I don't. So. I, yeah, I shaved like over the summer when we went to Dragon Con, and I was going to be... I was going to dress up as Nathan Drake from the Uncharted video games. And he's like, so I like shaved my beard off. And I was just like, I would have to do this like every morning. Yeah. Otherwise it would just like be stubbly and weird. And it's like, yeah, I don't get it. I did. Yeah. yeah. I did it when I was a banker and it sucked. It's yeah. the worst. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I could take a job where I couldn't like have facial My hair. dad would do it on Saturdays. Growing up, you know what I mean? Like, just like it was just like part of like a dad routine. It was just like get up, shave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can remember my dad usually because he he was pretty much like mustache through. Actually, my dad had a mustache from the time I was born until when I was in middle school, and then he had some kind of like sinus surgery done, so he had to yeah. shave his mustache, and it was so it fucking rocked weird your world. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like. That's what your face looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. But I, I can remember him always having like little bits of like toilet paper. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's totally the dad band-aid for <laughs> I cut myself <laughs> shaving. Uh, you want to talk about somebody else? Who, who, what, what else? Did you, I was going to say. What's a, a different? A fun, just a quick thing about Ben Folds was uh, when I was going to school in Murfreesboro and we would go to Nashville and there was like this one like hip restaurant we would go to and we knew that Benfold's house was was pretty close to it and so whenever we drove by someone was like that's Benfold's house we'd always like look out the window just to see if he was like <laughs> on his front there. porch <laughs> cutting the like, grass yeah, yeah. He's like hey Ben but he's never there <laughs> yeah, yeah he doesn't he, someone does that for him <laughs> so. he's got yard people yeah, that reminds me of um, they, um, John Prine I don't know if you're familiar with him no, actually, no. probably my favorite musician ever at this point. It's but fantastic. they interviewed him for I think Rolling Stones a few weeks ago, and they were like, "Hey, you live two doors down from like Casey Musgraves. Like, how cool is that?" And he was like, "The only thing I can tell you about her is that she has two trash cans, and I have one." <laughs> <laughs> totally unimpressed. Yeah, by yeah. Her. Like, I just think well, it just goes to like, I mean, it's not like these. Yeah. People living in Nashville that have these super cool like neighbor. They're not like they don't have like, right. a neighborhood clubhouse. Right. They're not just like, hey, your dog got out. Like, <laughs> um, when uh, for whatever reason you when you were talking about going to see Dashboard with Ben Queller, um, I saw him a few times, and I remember there was this one time uh, where Brand New opened mm-hmm. for him. And they, uh, the Tabernacle, yeah, with a uh, Vendetta Red and yes, MX and MX MX yeah, September eleventh, two thousand two. It was it was weird. It was like the year. It after. It was the year after, yeah, because I was because like, I remember it was like a big thing to like it was nine eleven. It's like the year after, so yeah. It was like everybody's uh, a little on edge. Everybody I knew was at that show, and so and I don't so think I was. To, uh, you you were there. <laughs> I liked all those spirit. bands. Yeah. So I guess in a in a weird way to unite us all mm-hmm. as as Americans, uh, Dashboard Confessional covered. Teenage Dirtbag. Yes! That song is so good. It was great. Let's listen to that song. 
That is a great song, and that's like a big radio hit. That was like that their, everybody yeah. in the world. Yeah, they just liked. came out. They they had that hit song. Mm-hmm. Like name Weedus, right? You know yeah. the, the the dude that was dude, the I remember, drummer. Look for, at this album cover. I totally remember. <laughs> that. I yeah. totally remember that. Looks like they made it on paint. It looks like they yeah. be a band in a on like an all that sketch. <laughs> I remember uh, the drummer for Dashboard at the time was Mike Marsh, who was the drummer for the Avett Brothers. No? Yeah. yeah. I watched that documentary and I was like, good for him. See, I didn't watch that. I need to watch it. It's, it's my good. dad's favorite band. It's the Avett Brothers. Yeah. Seems they, like a good they dad's got some favorite. Band. Really good songs, and the documentary is pretty good. It's very interesting. Judd Apatow directed it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The song's tight. The song is tight. Yeah. God, what is any of them doing right now? They, they uh, actually, the lead singer is the assistant manager at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal for him. <laughs> it didn't take much back then. No! It didn't take much. And that was like, I loved it, man. It was like, um,. It was almost like uh, everybody likes this I, song. Tell Nobody me, doesn't like that yeah, song. Yeah, tell me, sure tell me, this fight. is out of line. But that whole wave of music right there was almost like somebody polished grunge. I can, yeah, because you had that those, was like, the radio version of grunge. Yeah, because you had those crazy. Out. You had like so like I feel like one reason like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and like Soundgarden who I was also super into in high school all those bands but I feel like one reason they got so big is because they came out and it was just like you're used to like ACDC Guns N' Roses like every single one of those bands had like a dude who could absolutely fucking shred right. like shred and they're just like well I'll never be Slash I'll never be right. Angus Young but then like Kurt Cobain and like then like Pearl Jam comes out and you're like I could fucking I could I could do that shit but yeah. It, yeah. but it's so raw at the beginning or it's just like so like fucking dirty and then yeah. like but it's but it's all power chords and like simple riffs then you have like that kind of shit like yeah. Weedus comes out and it's just so like the guys actually singing it's a little yeah. more like tight even more... Weezer is kind of in that oh yeah Weezer Weezer's probably world. like yeah, I mean, I guarantee you that's where we just got their name. Yeah, They're right. just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't be Weezer. That's already taken. <laughs> what about? Yeah, <laughs> Weeder. So. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, Let's think about it for another year. Yeah, Weedy. Well, no. we, if we put an H in there, then people can't call yeah. like bullshit Calls. or yeah. whatever. Like, but no, like, because there's a lot of songs like that, like uh, that were just super like simple like power chords and they still rip and they were they yeah. were so good like uh uh that song by that band like uh absolutely like story of a girl oh yeah i remember thinking that song was like <laughs> super good I, I, I remember back when like um making burning cds like de- downloading like 12 songs from kaza and yeah. then just like burning them on a cd i was like i think i made three in a row with like story of a girl Muhammad, how did how do you say that kaza See, I say Kaza too, and I feel like Let's see, you said Kaza. Kaza, you but idiot! I, no, no, no. I feel like I feel <laughs> well, like it's, it's it like probably a, is Kaza, but I, I, I mean, like I said it back. I'm not changing it now. I think it's like a fifty-fifty split because whenever I bring it up, it's like it's I hear Kaza a lot. Yeah, I'm always like Was we I called it. it wrong? That's how we said it in Powder Spring. Here's <laughs> <laughs> nine days. Nope, that's Teenage Dirtbag. <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag also had like. Almost 
like it had a, a real. I think, I, think I called the band absolutely on purpose. But it's but yeah, the song is called absolutely, yeah. and then in parentheses, story of a girl. Band is called Nine, Nine Days. days. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this song was made for now. That's what I call music volume <laughs> yeah. five. Dude, they're still fucking for making like those. The end credits of a teenage romance movie. Yeah. We went, uh, we went up to a cabin last weekend, a bunch of us dudes, and we were in Blue Ridge, and we were walking through the Walmart, like getting food and shit, and uh, I saw now. That's what I call music volume sixty nine. Oh, you had to buy Pretty it, awesome. dude. But also, I was like. They made 69 of these. <laughs> Who is buying uh, these? And we like looked at the artists on it. It's it Everclear. Just... It's still on there. Still... <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ariana Grande. That song like... sucked. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. nine days. <laughs> that was terrible. That guy's definitely a key holder at Walgreens. <laughs> they all work at the same Walgreens? They do. That's oh where they God. go. It's Walgreens. It was Eckerd, but they, you know, Eckerd went out of business. Oh. So they, can't, they can't work there anymore. Hey, Lucas, do you remember that song, Dicky Ride? Dickie did I call Ride. you Lucas just now? Yeah. You did, and oh, don't man. play Dicky Ride. <laughs> you know, Dicky Ride. You, have you ever heard the song, Smell Yo Dick? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> remember those, but, like, 90s, late 90s, like, club, shitty club songs that yeah. were all, like, very vulgar? Dude, yeah, I used to, so all through high school, like, I would be, like, Dashboard, Luke, Faux Hawk, fucking yeah. the dumbass sweatband. It was oh, just, yeah, like, yeah. the... I just wore fucking sweatband. I wore the just fucking leather, fucking leather strap. I wore, like... Time. I had a studded belt. I would totally. do that. I would be, like, that dude. But then, every Sunday, <laughs> I'd fucking lie to my parents about where I was going. I'd get, like, dressed up. I get a pack of Black and Miles, and we go to Cowboys for Teen Night. Awesome! And, and then I was just straight up like, you know, like Club Luke. And, Club Luke. And that's where like my uh, that that Cowboys the the sole reason I smoked like cigarettes because like <laughs> you, you couldn't drink because it was Teen Night. Yeah. But they but you could smoke your dick off in there, and so yeah. we would just get like a pack of Marlboro Light One Hundreds because you could buy them in there for like ten dollars a pack. Cause they're like yeah, fuck, right. fuck you kids or fuck whatever. <laughs> but so like all those like they, they they did this crazy thing where it was like they had a house band and they would play like forty five minutes of a time like uh country songs but then like in between they didn't do like an hour break in between sets and it was just straight up like Nelly yeah Eminem. Lil John, and then like you know, I'm, did you like that kind of stuff in high school, or did you listen to no, it I liked secretly? It. Yeah, yeah, I can't like, I can't lie. Nelly Country Grammar was oh that was album real was, big. I, and it's a great played. album. I loved yeah. that, and like uh, that Eminem album that came out. I think probably when we were sophomores or juniors that had like Superman and like cleaning out my closet and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, and then he had his one you know wacky Marshall Mathers song in yeah. there. Like, was that the one that was uh, two trailer park girls? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, one. yeah. Guess who's back? Yeah. <laughs> we were saying like, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? This song, this is the best song we've listened to <laughs> so far today. Did Nelly get canceled? I don't know. Did, did he have something recently? He had a oh, song shit. with Tim McGraw once. <laughs> <laughs> that got him canceled. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know. It's hard to keep up. All these people are awful and do bad yeah. stuff. 
But yeah, yeah. Like oh, you mean did he do the? Did he me too somebody? Yeah, they all did. Yeah, yeah. You can just assume. I purposely, <laughs> didn't, I purposely didn't play a brand new song when you mentioned it. You know, I met that dude one time, and like the funny, I met him probably when I was like twenty three, and the funny thing about it was like it's just so crazy how like things change because like i remember like there's probably a time in high school like junior senior year where i was like if i could meet this dude if i could like sit down and like talk to this dude or like it'd be like the fucking best thing ever type shit yeah and then like when i met him i couldn't have been any more like oh less impressed yeah like like, (laughs) it didn't matter like like i i like i got to see him that one time that september 11th show and that was like cool, mm-hmm. but then like by the time like I think I left like early for their set that night because I had like backstage passes for whatever reason, and um, we were like in line to pee, and I was like, "That's the that's the dude, that's Jesse Lacey, and I don't give a shit." I was like in line <laughs> behind. I was in line behind him to pee, like yeah. I I saw them a few times, and I remember he had he was wearing like a bright orange like puffy vest. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, I guess I gotta get a bright orange puffy vest because <laughs> I mean, I, dude, I used to do the same shit. Yeah. Like, every, just, whatever they whatever dude, they if, wore. If I went to a show back then, you can like guarantee you that like my wardrobe for the next couple of weeks is going to be loosely inspired by what people or whatever <laughs> like on stage. Or, or even yeah. just like what the like you know like this like you go there and like you see the seasoned like oh yeah fans yeah and you're like okay yeah like, sh- i fucked up my jeans are too big like, <laughs> <laughs> this this these guys are doing it right like, I, I remember seeing older like older kids at shows mm-hmm. and just being like oh there's a viable path to be like into music for a long time right. like i can just be like the older guy at shows and now that <laughs> yeah. i'm an older guy i'm like I, I'm I, gonna, god yeah. no please no yeah. <laughs> that sounds Dude, like the worst thing in the world. that like the older i get like shows are so much work <laughs> yeah god yeah. they are and yeah. like i want to i want to sit down yeah, I brought that up. I was like, if I go to a yeah, I think I heard you, seats, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I want to sit down. Like, and you know what? I don't like. I don't want to get plastered anymore. Right. Like, well, especially at a show, it's like. Yeah, I used to just be like, let's get fucking yeah. hammered, and now yeah. I'm just like, I think like, well, also like, what what is it like about being in your early twenties where you just don't give a shit about like overdrafting your bank account for $15 beers <laughs> right, like right, I don't, right. like now I'm just like oof like now I like have the money and I'm like I don't want to fucking pay <laughs> like all that money for like a beer at well, Phillips Arena I remember yeah. being in high school and going to a um, Red Hot Chili Peppers show at uh, Lakewood Amphitheater and getting so drunk that there was a moment that I was like, oh, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had forgotten that, that I was there for a show. The last, <laughs> like, so I've gone to see Dead & Company uh, the last two years at uh, Lakewood. And um, the same thing, like, happened, like, both times. Like, I was, like, so excited. But, like, you're so far away. Yeah, and, like, totally. you're yeah, like on. You're just... We tailgated, right? We hammered, right? And I think Start I think early. I think I heard you talk about it on like the like the Mitchell episode where it really is just turns into like drink, right? Like 
Yeah, like <laughs> the opportunity to be outside, to be around people. Yeah, it, yeah, it almost doesn't make sense. Especially those shows. Like, like, I, on the I paid $125 yeah. for those right. tickets last year, and I was just like, we just like hung out together just go to like, the park we, we could have just gone to a barbecue in the yeah. neighborhood or something yeah. and done the same shit yeah yeah and like getting like weed into the show yeah it's like so <laughs> hectic now back then i would just be like well, i have it in the palm of my hand they're never, right. they're never gonna look there <laughs> but now it's just like it's or a like, cigarette pack like that's so slick yeah. <laughs> now i'm terrified i'm like no i'm just like you get older and you're like not yeah. worth not worth it Plus, yeah. although I there remember be being, someone in there that'll offer it to me for like, sure, no yeah. doubt. Like, I remember being caught like as a kid, and they just like throw it away and then let you mm-hmm. into the show, and you're like, dude, I guess there was no risk besides losing my weed. So, one of, <laughs> which is a huge risk at that age. I you're guess like, so, fuck, but like, now I have to find more weed. Like, I remember being, you know, there's always cops and stuff, but like, there was an age, like maybe 17, 18, where you real have that re- revelation where you're like. Oh, it doesn't like it's not really illegal here. You're not allowed yeah. to do it, but the, nobody's about to take you to jail unless you're, you know, being an asshole or something. Yeah. So, like, one of my don't take my advice, by the way, if you're listening to this show. And yeah, you're, if you're like, says it's fine. Yeah, no, who knows? You if know, you're you young, arrested, but. you should just like if you're in high school right now, you should just like smoke as much weed as possible <laughs> and just be honest with your parents about it because they probably smoke weed too. So yeah. yeah, I remember trying to be honest with my parents about it in high school because I was oh, like, the, "The lie is the worst part." I then yeah, just being like, "Nope, dude, I, got, I was wrong." Was the got, worst part? I got caught in high school and it was a fucking nightmare. It's the worst. Well, your parents yeah. are pretty strict. Oh yeah, religious folk. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I wonder if it's different now with like this sort of less stigmatizing of weed. I just remember like. When my parents caught me or found out, you know, it was a long period of time. It wasn't mm. just like they caught me, but when it all kind of came to light, there was definitely that feeling of just like, well, I guess he's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. He's smoking no. weed all the time. I guess Mine, his future yeah. is gone. My and, mom treated it like my mom found uh, my weed when I came home for Christmas one year. And uh, and it was as if she'd found like heroin needles. Like it was, right. it was a big. I ruined Christmas that year. Yeah, it's like it's okay. It's not that bad. She was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. That was that was my. I didn't get caught in like the fact that like they like opened up the door and they're like, <gasps> <laughs> but like it was more like somebody tattled. Yeah, like somebody at the church was like, "I think your boys like you know smoking pot or whatever." Yeah. And then like well, fuck that person. Yeah, fuck that person. You? If you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> like, but uh, no. But then like so, I can remember like my mom was taking me to band practice like um like a week later, and then she was like, "You're not gonna like smoke pot, are you?" And I was like, "No, God, mom." And like at that time, that you know, you know, like when you get caught and you literally have that thought, like I, I literally will never do that again because mm-hmm. it did. This is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> hey, I gotta pee. Go pee. Okay, okay. we can pause it. Right. We're gonna uh, take a break real quick, and we'll be right back with a little bit more my high school iPod. Hey, how you doing? I'm Murray McMurtry with my son Marty McMurtry. How you doing? Allow us to propose a scenario to you. You've been invited to a fancy dinner party, and you feel as though a standard necktie simply will not do. You want something that says power, elegance, sports fan. May we present to you the mascot ascot. 
It's a regal, sophisticated, scarf-like accessory that allows you to be distinguished while simultaneously letting others know where your sports allegiances lie. Imagine walking into a fancy dinner party with a beautiful ascot adorned with a beloved Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. You'll be the belle of the ball. Or, if you prefer something a bit more classical, might we recommend the San Diego Chicken? You'll be the life of the party. Or, if you're a scholarly individual, and would like to boast your collegiate background, how about the Stanford undecorated Christmas tree? Whatever your team is, we might got a mascot ascot just for you. Mention that you heard this promo on my high school iPod, and we'll throw in a mascot bolo tie at half price. Mascot ascots, protect Protect your your neck. And scene. See, guys, it's that easy. If you have something you want to promote, uh, something you want people who listen to this podcast to know about, um, send us an email at myhighschoolipod at gmail.com. Let us know what you got going on uh, and whatever information you feel is pertinent, uh, and we'll get back to you. And you can have your ads right here on the world's most mediocre podcast, (laughs) My High School iPod. (laughs) Let's get back to the show. All right, we're back with our guest, Luke Tanner. You want to get back into some music talk? I would love to. Let, let's do well, I want to <laughs> talk more about okay. this getting caught with weed <laughs> okay. and, and, and make it like uh, Well, give, okay. me, give me a band to play, and then yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, so check it out. One of my favorite bands in high school. Okay. Nappy Roots. Okay, and so I saw I saw I saw Nappy Roots in one of the most interesting concerts I've ever been to in my life. It was Nappy Roots, Jay Z, Hoobastank, Three Eleven. Why did their record label let so, them call themselves <laughs> Hoobastank? That, that's the worst band ever. Why was that a? It was. It was. Uh, so it was. <laughs> it was Nappy Roots, Jay Z, Hoobastank, Three Eleven, and Nerd. And yeah. I swear to God, it was, it was that time of like that crossover with hip hop and. It was the Sprite rock. Liquid Mix oh, tour. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Liquid I think I was mix. at that show. It was like in yeah. September. I'm weird with dates, but it was like September 2000 something. Uh, September 11th, 2003. I thought like, Nas was there. Maybe I'm thinking Maybe he was. Show. I don't know. But like, I remember, I swear to God, all those big names, oh, big names, fucking Hoobas <laughs> Tank was there, so you big, know it was big a big name. deal. But I was there because of like Nappy Roots. And I remember like um, thinking like, dude, everyone around here is like smoking weed. Like shit's cool. And so like I whipped out a joint. That was back when you pushed to like the front row. It's like we're in the yeah. pit. We're in the pit. Yeah. And I've like made it. I'm like on the like just getting my chest caved in by the like <laughs> the, the least ra- like the thing. rail right there. Yeah. And I just like me and my buddy we just like whip out a joint and we're just like passing it back and forth. And the security guard's literally like six feet away because like I just feel like we're in this environment where it's like he just like walks up and he's like, What are you doing? And I was like <laughs> Am I like what? And he just like literally took it from me and like crumpled it like a piece of paper and like shook his head and was like, "You can't do that." Like this is nappy roots. Yeah, this is nappy roots. They like, everybody here is. I, <laughs> I remember that feeling just in general at shows where you're just like, because I I've gotten weed taken away from me at a show too. Yeah, and you you kind of like so wow, stupid. look at everybody <laughs> around right yeah. now. 
who didn't get their weed taken yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I had one sticker on my Jeep in high school, and it was a Nappy Root sticker. I think Ah Na is the only Nappy Root song I've ever heard. But this whole album was good. Like, front to back, it still holds up. Like, the hip-hop, or, I don't know if you call it, this is probably rap, but whatever. The hip-hop rap I listened to in high school definitely holds up more for, like, listening to now than, like, dashboard or something oh yeah like oh yeah, yeah. Well, because you never took this seriously yeah so like but th- there's some shitty i think mainstream rap coming out of the time but a lot yeah. of the mainstream rap that was coming out of the time is like guys who are still making music now yeah and are like you know pretty well respected artists you know mm-hmm. um and then even stuff like some of the people who faded away like, look at Three Six Mafia. They, I mean, I don't think yeah. they're good music, but they they won an Oscar. Dude, <laughs> like, they are... I still love Three Six Mafia. They have an album when the smoke clears, and I wore that out in high school. I could yeah. probably still like like the deep cuts. I can probably yeah. tell you like every word on that. But I can remember like riding around and like smoking. This is great, by the way. Like, do what? This is great. Yeah, this is fantastic. This is play, play when the smoke clears. Three Six Mafia. Like, okay, okay. You're gonna recognize the, the like, thing is about, a lot of the songs so, in there. Growing up in the South and being like a stoner kid in high mm-hmm. school, there was a lot of kids who listened to Three Six Mafia and would play Three Six Mafia, and I was never into it. And even still, with with the hip hop I listen to today, I always feel like that's sort of the genre I'm not really into. Like the hard right. Slapping beats and like repetitive mm-hmm. phrases and stuff like Migos and stuff like that. I don't really like. But this this Three Six Mafia was like so huge. Yeah. <laughs> like in yeah. I think our community particularly too. Just being you know the South, but I mean like they just like they're probably one of those bands where you're like I don't know very many Three Six Mafia songs. It's almost like they're the Fleetwood Mac of hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> where you say you don't know any Fleetwood Mac songs and then someone rattles off 11 songs and you're like, oh yeah, I know all of them. <laughs> they also dated each other for a while. And it yeah. Was really weird. And then, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Recording. And uh, Stevie Nicks like, ran a trap house. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, they have so much music. I, yeah, I think. Three Six Mafia was another another group. I didn't. I guess I didn't listen to a lot of hip hop in high school. Like early part of high school, I did. But once I once I got into mm-hmm. like the emo and like screamo music, like mm-hmm. I really it for a while. That was like all I listened to. And then like towards the end, I got into uh, like like Kanye, Most Def, and like people like that. And so it wasn't really until. Like hustle and flow came out. Oh yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Who is this?" And I, I yeah, love hustle and flow. That movie's great. And mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, and I was like, "This is a band that's been around for how long?" Yeah, for, like, they like forever. beefed with like Bone Thugs in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did like Project Pat. Oh, I love Project Pat. Uh, a genre, like Mister Don't Play, yeah. Getty Green. Those are both good albums. But I was, like, in high school, I was listening to what I considered, like, highbrow hip-hop. Right. Wu-Tang and, like... Uh, Talib Kweli. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, most of Common. Yeah. All that stuff. See, I pretended to like that, but then, yeah. like, it 
deep down, but I, this I was, is what I was, I was like, like into. I was very snobby about that. Like, I was more snobby about this than any kind of, uh, like, rock music, right. you know? And, like, when I look back, like, especially, like, some of the more radio dudes, like, I love 50 Cent, like, old 50 Cent now. Yeah. I probably talk so much shit about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he just, ma- it's because he was making radio music, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, was there anything better than, like, as other hip, as another hip-hop fan, was there anything better than, like, downloading, like, 12 songs on, like, <laughs> Napster Kaza and, like, throwing it on a burn CD yeah. and just, like, now nah, I got my new fucking <laughs> rap shit. Like, this but is what I'm listening to on the way to the football game tonight. Like, like as, as a hip-hop snob, it was very painful sometimes for me being in, like, cars with people that are, like, you like hip hop or you know right. or had heard that i was like listen to a lot of hip hop because i was always talking about it mm-hmm. and then they'd be like check this out and then yeah they'd play like a three six song and i'd yeah. just be like ah fucking hate this i don't you know. yeah like i hated it more then than i do now but yeah yeah i was i guess like honestly like you don't get my hip hop <laughs> i was i was always a beastie boys fan oh for sure yeah. like um i had the license to ill cassette when I was in like middle school, totally, I, and like of all the album, like of, of all the albums that like I've still like listened, like that's probably the one album I've listened to the longest that still holds up the most. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to Licensed Ill, and there's not any kind of like drop off. There's not any kind of like oh, like that's a little cringy or. Oh, I don't understand why. Like, they, no, to this day, I'm like, this is still perfect. This yeah. is a, one of the best hip hop albums. They like, were just ever. This, this album's from 1986. The year I was born. Yeah, I was one year old. Yeah, but it is great. It also was like, still to this day, probably like the best mix of yeah. hip hop and rock. And they were so they were young. Like, they were like punk rock dudes. Yeah. That, yeah. There's like punk rock, punk rock songs on this they, album. Yeah. yeah, they played like the hardcore scene. Yeah, like there wasn't really a rap scene to play, so they were like, right. Well, well like, especially uh, as white Jewish guys from yeah. New York, you like know. Sabotage. When they played that live, they would do like a full band. Yeah, of it, yeah. Like, It's funny how, like, I listened to this in high school, too. And yeah. This is an album from 1986. And it's, it felt young at the time, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I can remember middle school bringing the cassette with me to, uh, like, my friend's house and being like, you gotta, like, listen to this. Yeah. And, like, his mom heard him say, uh, just that one line, it's like, and let it go. He's like, so get the hell up. And she heard him, like, uh, <laughs> she, heard, she heard him drop the H-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was all over. It was turn that off. Don't ever bring that tape over. Here. Yeah, <laughs> thing. like just crazy. Your friend Luke like, is troubled. Yeah, he, <laughs> with he, his cassette with tapes. his with his health from 1986. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, I I I wanna um because I know you have a tattoo, mm-hmm. a Nirvana tattoo. I did not know that. And uh, yep. and where is it? You have many tattoos, but I remember when I met you. Oh, he's showing me. You his only dick had a right couple, now. but this was one of them. It's on his. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking enormous. <laughs> it's so really, okay. Okay. So be, because big, of, really detailed Nirvana tattoo. Because of this tattoo is the reason I have the like uh, no band tattoos policy. Oh, because, really? Because like I remember one point in my life being like Nirvana 
Well, all, I mean, like, yeah, they're my favorite band. They always will be. Mm -hmm. They're going to take up half my fucking arm. Was that your first tattoo? The, uh, let's see. Second, maybe? Like, how Third? old were you when you got... 18, 20 or 18 18? or 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know but, many people that are like, I got this tattoo when I was 18 and I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's always that one that they're yeah. like, yeah, I was 18. And... Well, I, for, I got my very first tattoo in high school and I'm about to get it covered up. Really? You know, what yeah. is it? Uh, if you don't, you don't have to tell us. It's a Bible verse. Uh, it, across, So it's fucking enormous too. It's like... <laughs> Across my shoulder blades in really big letters, it says "cast the first stone." Huh. And I th it was like, Wait, I thought you're not supposed to cast the first stone. Yeah, it was my way of being like, "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, it was like a big workaround for saying only God can judge me. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. I thought it was the most clever shit ever. <laughs> like the second I thought of it, I was like, "Well, I have to get." Right now, tattooed on me. I don't want to think about so, it very long. Yeah, but no, like because I got that Nirvana tattoo, and I want to talk about one second. I want to talk about Muhammad's phone case. Oh, do you like it? It just looks. Like, it looks like my parents' bed <laughs> bedspread. <laughs> it's like an old lady. It's like grandma floral. Yeah. Was it the okay. only phone case this is, available? This is the second podcast. It was a let's make a podcast episode, but the second time that like. Things stopped for somebody to be like, what's with your phone case? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like, um, that's why I have, like, a no band. Po like, so this tattoo is, like, four sessions. So it took, like, four. Wait, but so do you feel differently about Nirvana now? I mean, I guess maybe differently than yeah, wanting to get like, a giant no, tattoo I mean, on like, your arm. I'll, I definitely feel differently because at one point in time I thought there was, like, the, the greatest thing ever. Mm. And, like... But, like, it took, like, four months to, like, get this tattoo because it was, like, four different sessions or whatever. And then, like, I swear to God, like, within weeks of getting this tattoo, I was, like, completely stopped listening to Nirvana. <laughs> and I was just like, no, fuck, no, I have this tattoo on my arm. But, but no, I, I think that, like, all the, like, angsty, like, Blink and Taking yeah. Back Sunday and all that kind of stuff that, like, I listened to earlier all really kind of like led me back because you know everybody listened to nirvana in like elementary school because it like smells like teen spirit and in utero and all that but like i think all that kind of just like led me like full circle like back around to nirvana and there was like a, a, a point in high school where like i had my hair grown out and i was like really listening to nirvana again and i was like this is it. this is like so when, you know like the remember like the downward decline of like the Taking Back Sunday, yeah, brand for, new dude, stuff for like, sure. Yeah. It for sure started happening like real fast and real suddenly. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden it was like yeah, got pulled out from that's not all cool. Yeah. But like yeah. I, so, like I, on my way out, on my way down, like I just like latched back onto Nirvana because I felt like well, they're still like cool. There's and, something like, about them being like older, right? That you were like, well, this is still good because right. it's older, right? Right, and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe also because he, you know, died. Yeah. That yeah. it made it almost kind of held it maybe higher than. I mean, I know people that still really like Nirvana. Yeah. I was never super into them. Right. I just knew their hit songs. You're, you're 32 ish. 33. Right? 33. Yeah. Were you listening to. You, you surely got into them post uh, death, right? Or uh, Were you into them at 
I'm yeah, assuming I mean, it was, that, it was probably, it was probably like, like post death, but it was like probably around there. Because I remember like, no, yeah. one, I have like, I guess that's probably most people. Though, I have like to be super honest. older. Like, I think he just killed himself so early in his yeah, career. Really, was, yeah, twenty seven years old. And, yeah, you know, I had like older siblings, right? And they helps. really kind yeah. of like shaped a lot of like what I listened to. So like, you know, I have a sister who's nine years older than me, and she listened to Nirvana, and so like, I it was like, I always had like that kind of like access to what so music like that but first of all i love nirvana still actually yeah no i i I think they're great i like them still but like it's almost like once i stopped liking them and they got ashamed of the tattoo like i just feel like i had to like run the opposite direction and like i wouldn't show people my arm for a while and then there's like a long time i want to get lasered i want to get covered and now it's almost like circled like back around around. like whatever yeah (laughs) like yeah i have it about all that i mean i only have two and but like this one's not the the coolest thing. That's it's, a cool tattoo. It's the party god from a cartoon, <laughs> yeah. and he's called the party god. Yeah. And as a guy who is now getting Thanks older for and can't, it was cool because I think he wanted you to yeah. be like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah. But like, yeah. I, you know, you start getting older, and then you're like, "Well, I'm, I can heart like I drink six beers, and I'm super hungover yeah. the next day. Like, I'm so far from." A party animal, or yeah, you know I what I mean? How to party? Anymore. Yeah, I'm hungover right now. Yeah. <laughs> I drink a six pack. Last but like night. you know, the tattoo, like even if it is embarrassing, it's at least it's like, well, I thought something at a time, right? You know, yeah, for sure. Uh, is there a uh, Nirvana album or song that like really brought you into them, or or that you fell in love with? I think or? the one, I think the like the unplugged album is what really. That's like, what got me, man. Like, Speaking of live, like, just really like got me. Yeah. And, like, and and I remember for Christmas senior year of high school, I got his journal because they published it. Yeah. That? Oh yeah, yeah. My buddy had that, and like it had a bunch of list in there of like these are my five favorite songs, these are my five favorite albums. This is the kind of stuff I'm like, and like I remember I was like so bad i just i wanted to be kurt cobain like all of a sudden i'm busting the chucks back out I, ble- yeah. I bleached my long hair like it was just like that was the kind of per- like i couldn't just like something and just be like hey this is me and i like it i had to like it had to be like part of my identity i had to like show the world like yeah see how much i like nirvana i fucking look just like <laughs> kurt cobain i'm just gonna like, play something that i loved off this album um this this whole album is just like it is. It does. Like, there's a real tragedy in his death because. Yeah. Could you imagine what he was be? He would be doing today. I bet he'd be doing some fucking super yeah. interesting stuff as like an old rock guy. Oh yeah. Like when he stripped himself down like yeah. this, it sounded so good. It did. It sounded like he could have put a lot more albums like this that were like acoustic or right. whatever. This is like the first one we've listened to that actually like takes me back there to like yeah. the emotions that like yeah I don't even know what Penny Royalty is but like at the time I was like I fucking feel you Kurt like this is like I don't know like it was it spoke to me like on like a different level for sure mm-hmm. like enough for me to get a tattoo you know what I mean like so good. He's got a great voice. Yeah. He, he was, he was, uh, I don't know if he was like, uh, I don't know how calculated he was because he, what, what, what he did was so like, I mean, everybody knows who Pearl Jam is. Everybody knows who like, I don't know if everybody, but like, you know, there's like sound, there's people doing it, mm-hmm. but there was just something about him that just like took off and like, yeah. 
grabbed everybody and I don't know how aware he was or like how calculated or like how much of like Kurt Cobain was like guys if we do this we'll be like yeah I think I think he was like big. isn't there people who say like oh he was very business minded yeah, and see, yeah but like it's almost like wanted he wanted to be very famous right. like he really strived after being successful and famous right. and stuff like just in a way that maybe you wouldn't think of, especially with like their short-lived career, where you're kind of like, oh, they were like these grunge rock garage dudes, but right. like, yeah, he, I mean, at least that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but like it was just, I don't know. I still can go back and listen to it. But uh, so a lot of the music I go back and listen to from that time period, it's like I throw it on, and instantly it's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. But like it's very short-lived. It's like I listen to three songs. I'm like, had enough of that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It gets the the nostalgic yeah. vibes going. So. So. Studio song. I figured we'd listen this, to that full so thing. So the first band I was ever in, I played the drums for my brother's band. And um, this little drum fill, the ta 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 I found a way to fucking work that into every single song like because of this. Like... I don't like the Foo Fighters, but I love Dave Grohl as a drummer. Like he's just like it's a great drummer. It's like you know, yeah. like the difference between like John Bonham and like, uh, God, Keith Moon is like John Bonham played like you know like this, and Keith Moon played like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he just played the like, same, just like so, but like hard. Hit it. Just yeah. like Dave Grohl hit like so. Yeah. hard you know what I mean and that was uh, I've I've gone back and, and looked at actually when I was watching the like Tom Petty documentary mm-hmm. and there was just something about uh, drums even like basically from like when the Heartbreakers started to get big through the 90s where like uh, their toms mm-hmm. were huge yeah. <laughs> like just and, and, and if, if you're listening and you don't know what, what much about drums so the toms are, are like the 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 ones that are not the bass and the not snare. Not the bass or the <laughs> snare. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. But like generally now they're gonna be probably like twelve to fourteen inches and then the floor tom is about like sixteen to eighteen inches. Mm. But like back then they just looked like fucking giant like 20 inch and they had thing. a lot of them yeah they, they had, had so them. many drums <laughs> back then really big and it doesn't make any sense but like, that's what <laughs> it was so many yeah. drums back then. they had so many drums and yeah is that and like i just like if i'm like out and about and like get babysitters night in the town like hit a bar and i see like a band like warming uh, like setting up I completely judge that band based, <laughs> based on number of drums and <laughs> the size of the top and number of number of pedals. Yeah, oh, yeah. If the guitarist has like fifteen pedals, I'm like, fuck this band. <laughs> right. Let's get out of here. Like, who are Let's you? Fucking like, leave. Yeah. Uh, you were at a bar and you too was setting up, and you saw all the edges pedals, oh and you were like, God. fuck this. You know what? I'm I'm actually still furious that. Apple fucking but Trojan that, horse that, that YouTube album <laughs> onto my phone. <laughs> was a, they're so bad. Uh, were, uh, there, were there any mega bands like that? Oh, I guess Nirvana's kind of like that. They're, they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah, they're a big deal. I pretended to like Metallica for a while. 
Dude, I was in a band, yeah. and it was every everybody else in the band. It was their favorite band, so I was like, "Yeah, me too, guys." Yeah. And so, but like now, I it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, like, but they were like a anymore. cool choice for like a mega band to like. Like nobody could yeah. really fault you if you liked Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, mm-hmm. even oh, now, I like, guess that's cool. They're still like, but this is how you know that like Metallica isn't really cool because like everybody that still likes Metallica will throw in like one ancillary fact. <laughs> to like make their case that like, dude, I love Metallica. Did you know that like they're one of Danzig's favorite bands? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they like, can't just leave it alone yeah. that they like a band. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because so, when they say they like Metallica, you make like a face. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> no, I people. Uh, there are two members of my band that still really like Metallica, and it really throws me off. Where mm-hmm. like if we're like driving somewhere out of town to play. No, and like, Master of Puppets. They'll throw probably, something on. Probably yeah. Gus and uh, Jay Howell. No. <laughs> I don't uh, mind. Me, I, I, I have no thoughts about it. It's got to be Mason. Can mean, I guess? I'm being I wanna, real. I want to guess. Yeah, you guess. Charlie and Mason. Yes. Yeah, that's what yes. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. And they talk about it like their their reasons are justified, like why they like it. But I'm just like, oh, I, that's, I mean, that's I have why no, like, I don't like it. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just like... It just doesn't do anything for me now. I'm just, I'm not that, like, that's not, I'm not angry. It's too much for me, yeah. Yeah. Give me a, give me a Jay, soft like, song, right? I'm going to be like, hey, James, calm down, bud. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, let's see, you want to, do you want to, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> it's time for church. Is this the Undertaker's theme? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> God, that is so produced. Yeah. Talk about a guy with a bunch of toms. Oh yeah. T- Lars. My, his Tom. name might as well be Tom's. Ulrich. <laughs> like, I, I don't know a lot about Metallica, but they, they were probably like the biggest band in the world by like what their second album yeah. or something. Like, yeah. Did you see some of the, like the live videos of them, like that are just stadiums just packed full of people. Yeah. Like it's. It's crazy. It does seem a little like they're just like accessible metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. almost it, it almost seems cheap. Not I just trying to take anything away from the music. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, like this is like as far as like my metal knowledge goes, though. Yeah. When people are like, because I feel like I can talk about music for. You hate that. Well, like, when, I feel like I can yeah, like talk you, music and like a whole bunch of different <laughs> genres. But when someone's like metal, I'm like, bro, I know Metallica, and like, I know that Zach Wild guy does. What about like, what metal, about like, like high uh, school, like hardcore, that like genre of metal? Uh, Any that between the buried and me. I listen like as I, as I lay dying. I'll be I'll be completely honest. I listen. <laughs> I listened to a little bit of that, but it was like after high school. Yeah, and it was all because like so I discovered this band called Me Without You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they totally. were like one of my favorite bands yeah, yeah. of all. Should play a Me Without time. You. Okay, I like play with them. But like, Do I you have listen- a song in particular. Or should I just uh, play a uh, play a uh, Nice and Blue? Okay. Me but without you as a band that a I was obsessed of, with this band. A lot yeah. of my I like went out of, into. I went out sure. of state to see this band, but like, uh, they were like as heavy as like and they were almost like a continuation of why I like Nirvana, just like raw and like uh, 
crazy. They did crazy shit on stage. They moved around a lot. It was like really cool. But like, I was obsessed. But like, if I was being honest, I'd say this was more like freshman year of college. Where uh... yeah, I, yeah, a lot of my like metally friends like this band. Yeah, there's definitely like that scene that you everybody always had friends that were into this kind of yeah more hardcore shit but uh that that band the blood brothers i saw them open up for me without you one time and i was like that's pretty cool and then i got the album and i was like can't do it yeah yeah, yeah that was his whole gimmick he like talked yeah and like a silly yeah it sounds like a muppet kind of yeah. like we've a- listened to a lot of bands like this we haven't played them before on the show but like there is a lot of Stuff like this, like uh, even Thursdays, kind of like this, and yeah. I saw. Uh, some other, some I liked Thursday. Yeah, Thursday was uh, uh, their their singer sang more, but he was not a good singer. So yeah, it sounded <laughs> like he was talking. Yeah. Uh, was it the the grunge or something? The the something. The used. The, the used, yeah. The yeah, used. yeah. early on the used. I really liked like that. Yeah. I had like a mix CD. I'm glad you knew what I was talking yeah, about. I don't know why. I just like... <laughs> uh, Box of Sharp Objects was a, a song that I really enjoyed. I think I know that. I think I really played. liked that song too. That was, that was a, like that was a CD the, that uh, I bought at the mall yeah. in a CD store. The one that was like CD Warehouse. What, what was it called? I think it was right next to Hot Topic or yep, like a few next doors down. Across from Journeys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember like this band's like second album though, or like their first album after they got big was terrible. Was this yeah. their first they album? Changed. Maybe it wasn't, but this was like the song that everybody liked. This, this yeah, song it just, is not Jay yeah. is Jay is about what to about, fall uh, over from Bay. What about AFI? But there's the screamer guy too. Here comes the screamer guy. Right? Uh, it's, com- it's coming after this chorus. Yeah. Here he yes. comes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same guy? I think so. I didn't know that much about that. Yeah, I, I, I saw him live once. Can you imagine practicing this? <laughs> <laughs> Practice my screams. Like I don't even like I can't even begin. To, I can never. Like I don't have. I, you have to have like a psychopathic amount of confidence <laughs> to just like sit in your room and holler like that. Your parents come up and like are like, concerned. Yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm just. I'm working on. There's this one part of the song where like, <laughs> you gotta get stunned singing, and I'm like, Rah! like it's like half raptor, half sad oh. kid. Uh, All right. Let's yeah. uh, let's wrap this up. You have anything, any uh, any other song you might want to finish up with? No, or? I just want to. The only thing I want to say is that um, uh, you t- tell people they're your best friend a lot, and you didn't do that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> let's let's make a po- let's let's make a podcast. Oh, okay. Different show. Different All right. Show. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just wanted. Yeah. To- and I was gonna say, I think Jay did call Mitchell his best friend while I was sitting right here. Yeah, that I, I heard that, and I was like, I don't think. I don't think that's good. Well, yeah. Luke, you've you've been one of my best friends for many years. I'm very glad that you uh, got to finally come in and uh, record an episode. And you have to come back and do another one yeah. at some point. Had this a lot was, of fun. This was so much fun. I think uh, you might be the most famous person we've had on what? in terms of 
In terms of like social media, because oh yeah, you, we didn't even talk about Chip you are, <laughs> you are your famous beef with Thomas uh, Middleditch. Yeah. You are the creator of the Chips Review Instagram, yeah. And I always will see a new post, and I'm just like, how many fucking likes does he have? It's, it's in, uh, dude. It's it crazy. is crazy. Uh, You've got a major following. It is insanity. Yeah. It is like the dude. It started uh, that started out as an inside joke between me and one person where <laughs> because i would like we would stay up late and i would text him like a bag of chips and be like yo you ought to get these chips and so one night when i'm like a little two sheets to the wind and uh i'm eating these chips instead of like texting him i was like no i'm going to <laughs> create an instagram called chips review and i'm going to take a picture of these chips and i'm going to only follow my buddy and so I had, like, I only followed him. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it said, these are good. And then, like, oh, God. He woke up and he was, like, laughing his ass. I mean, knew it was me or whatever. And then I, like, uh, followed, like, a few other people and they followed back. Yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorite Instagram I had, like, of all time. Dude, I, I had 40 so followers and this guy named Titty Bats. <laughs> Oh, I know Titty Bats. Do you? No. <laughs> okay, yeah. Some guy named Titty Bats who has like 150,000 followers just, I guess, stumbled upon my page in like the Explore section. Yeah. And I guess he was, he, he understood the joke and, uh, he just like commented like, uh, hey, um, this is my new favorite page on Instagram. Everybody go follow. Oh my Chips God. Review. And Give then, you a shout out. Yeah. And I got like a thousand fo- new followers that day. And then I got beef with Thomas Middleton. Actually, actually. I thought you got the followers from the beef with Thomas Middleton. No, it was way before that. Big. Oh, it was way before that. I, I actually messaged uh, Thomas Middleditch last week and he messaged me back. How's we've, he doing? We've, we've messaged back and forth on Instagram a few it's times. Amazing. You guys are cool though, right? Like it's, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he seemed pretty worked up about you. He was pretty. I think I rattled his cage a little bit. Well, I think you like called him a bitch or something. Called pretty, him Thomas Middlebit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which he's, he's probably to, to explain to the listeners. Side. He was writing chips reviews, uh, just randomly on his very famous Instagram page. He's a fucking celebrity, right? But he just started doing that, and you yeah. asked chips reviews. Well. The thing that called him out and said, this "Here's is my territory, middle bitch." He did a. He did a. These are good. Did he do a? And that's what, solid. That's, these are. He good? did a. These uh, are good, and that's what got me. Yeah. That's my shit. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, a, like if he posts a chips review, like, like, without fail, like all of my followers would be like. Fuck you! That's <laughs> chips review. Like, like you're taking this shit, and like, I'll just like wake up to all these notifications. Well, and I'm just laughing about. I don't like actually. It's actually. It's a lot of like pressure to have this chips. Like, if you're listening, and you want to like, we'll dread. We'll dread pirate Roberts this shit. If you want to be the new chips review, like <laughs> you gotta pass the, the bag. Yeah, like I can't. I've eaten all the chips I want to eat. Well, like I, there's still, there's just not do, enough chips. Do out me there. a favor and plug this. Uh, podcast to your thousands of followers. Yeah, no doubt. Yes. For that sure. Be great. <laughs> yeah. I'll be very confused. I'll be like, that's not a chip. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah, this just, pod- just, this just post a picture of the podcast. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. We'll get some listeners. Cool, man. Uh, any, any, anything else you want to like plug other than Chips Review? Everybody should follow. Um, it's just at Chips Review, right? Just Chips underscore Review. Cool. That yeah. is... 
the only thing in my life <laughs> that is pluggable. <laughs> well, dude, I'm so glad you got to do this. Yeah. Uh, this was fun. All right, we're wrapping it up again. We're not good at the beginning or the end. Of we forgot to these talk episodes. about. We forgot to talk about DC talk. <laughs> when you come back on, we will. Okay. I promise. All right. uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the theme song is by Marcus. You can follow Marcus on Instagram at we underscore r underscore Marcus. They're my favorite band. And uh, I'm very happy that you uh, listened to this episode and you listened all the way to this point. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, review it. Leave us a, a, a nice, a nice little uh, five-star review on on iTunes. Um, spread the word. Let's get it out. It's my high school iPod, and it's your high school iPod too. <laughs> uh, that might be it, actually. Hey, I kind of like that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. it. it he cracked it. A while, but we might have gotten it. We'll see. Uh, until next time, uh, this is Jay Howell saying uh throw your playlist on shuffle and uh enjoy your day we're going out on uh sturgill simpson's cover mm. of in bloom in bloom mm-hmm. right around. thank you bye when the change is moved, spring is here He's a one likes all our pretty songs And likes to sing home And likes to shoot his gun But you don't know what it means You don't know what it means to love someone